From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, yes, Mr. Robert, thank you very much. It's me, it's Mike. It is another episode of Mike Davidson Lives. Thank you for uh, dialing this up, downloading it, or whatever the hell you do to listen to it as uh, we welcome fall. Of course, uh, recording this late Wednesday, early Thursday. Wife's in bed downstairs. Got home from work tonight uh, just after a storm kind of rolled through the south side of Fort Wayne. And uh, she and I were out on the porch afterward, and the sky was clear. Wind started to pick up a bit, and it started to get a hell of a lot cooler. So that means tomorrow all the pumpkin spice in town will be drained by all the white girls who just can't even. They are very excited about it. And so much so that they've been probably doing this since mid-August. But, uh, I yeah, I, I love fall. Fall is my favorite season of the year. As we delve deeper into football season, and of course, you got Halloween, you got Thanksgiving, you got all sorts of good things coming up. All right, uh, yeah, I mentioned football, and uh, the less said about my Colts, the better. They look terrible. One team that looks just awesome, and I'm not just saying this because I'm glad that they destroyed the Titans, but uh, uh, the Buffalo Bills, man. Uh, Josh Allen and company are just on a roll. I mean, they uh, they kicked Los Angeles's butt. In L.A. Uh, for the, the season opener, then Monday Night Football, there they were just uh, taking care of business. They were rolling in that second half, scoring at will. I mean, good Lord, they could be the team to beat this year, of course. Uh, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you're probably hoping I didn't curse your team by saying that, especially considering that back in the day, they went to four straight Super Bowls, didn't win a single one. And it's mind-blowing to think about because not even the New England Patriots in their heyday have gone to four straight Super Bowls. They've won a buttload of them, but they haven't gone to four straight Super Bowls. But, uh, yeah, like I said, fall's my favorite time of the year and football in the air, even if my team sucks. All right, so uh, they laid Queen Elizabeth the rest. Massive funeral earlier this week. Um, and it didn't dawn on me until earlier today in the car driving and, and maybe it was because it was raining this morning when it dawned on me but I don't think my dad can use his uh, tried and true really bad dad joke when it rains and it goes something like this well it's Queen Elizabeth weather isn't she raining <laughs> not anymore dad uh, but seriously she, she uh, took the throne before my dad was born and my dad is now God, he is 60, 68. It's crazy to think about. My dad's 68 years old, and uh, her, her reign, so to speak, eclipses uh, his lifespan. But uh, that funeral's over and done with. Now long live King Potato Head Third, I guess. Uh, oh, by the way, a, a couple of front men to uh, talk about briefly here. Uh, Chad Kruger of uh, Nickelback. Uh, has not corrected anybody about his name. And for the longest time, I thought his last name was pronounced Kroger until it was uh, told to me a couple years back, no, it's Kruger. And uh, he even said in an interview, yeah, my last name is Kruger. Uh, but the thing is, is I'd never gotten around to correct people about it because if I did that, I would come off as a dick. So it's not a real big deal to me. And when you're worth as much money as Chad Kruger is, uh, you know, you really don't care. Uh, you could probably call him Chode 
Kruger and Chad wouldn't give a shit because, yeah, Nickelback's done all right for themselves. So that just I found that kind of interesting because uh, there's all sorts of people out there uh, who get all uptight if you don't get every aspect of their life right, like pronouns. And uh, we'll get to such a, a person here in just a few moments. Uh, another frontman to talk about briefly here because don't have all the facts and it's a lot of hints, allegations, and things left unsaid or things that probably should have been left unsaid and you done text him anyway. That would be Adam Levine of Maroon 5. And uh, apparently he's gotten into trouble for uh, texting and direct messaging women that aren't his wife. And, uh, you know, some pretty suggestive stuff here, too. And I know it's very shocking for a guy that looks like that, uh, who is the front man of a big pop band, uh, to be that forward. And we're all just uh, clutching our pearls at this. But... Uh, it doesn't surprise me. He's always kind of come off as a little douchey. Um, but uh, kind of watch how this goes on. And the thing the thing to remember, though, is, um, you know, aside from the fact that he's probably broken his wife's heart, no major crime has been committed. So, so some, of these, uh, some of these tabloid sites, of course, are just uh, wanting you to be aghast by all this crap. Uh, and... Rest assured, yeah, he's probably not somebody you want to leave alone with your wife, your girlfriend, or whoever. But it's not surprising, to say the least. Um, and this isn't surprising either. Um, I guess uh, when uh, Joe Biden was on 60 Minutes a few nights back, uh, proclaiming that the pandemic is over, even though a lot of us have pretty much were like, yeah, we're done with it. We're, we're going to go back to our lives. Uh, Tim Allen. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, he went on Twitter and he goes, yeah, Joe Biden was on 60 Minutes and he asked how long the show was. And that, that was pretty much the, the gist of the joke. And he got some love from Tim Allen fans. And I, I, you know, it's not a bad joke. It's not it's not the most original joke. But, you know, I thought, okay, that's funny because Joe Biden doesn't know what planet he's on. But a lot of left-leaning comedians took uh, umbrage with this and started, you know, chastising Tim Allen and all this stuff. But... The dirty little secret is uh, if uh, if a comedian did this with George W. Bush being on 60 Minutes long ago on Twitter, if Twitter was a thing really back then, uh, everybody would be talking about how uh, funny that was on that side of the aisle. So, yeah, it's, it's not a big deal, but a lot of them are going to make a big deal about it because um, uh, why, why the F not, right? Uh, it's, it's just a joke. But again, it's uh, also 2022, and everything upsets everybody. Uh, and of course, Tim Allen, uh, he's got the the Santa Claus series coming out soon, doesn't he? Yeah, I think Peyton Manning makes an appearance in that. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to check that out, but see, now I've got kids that love the Santa Claus. Uh, I guess we will. I did like the original Santa Claus movie with him in it, though. That's not bad. Um, other Disney properties. Uh, everybody's making a big to-do about uh, the Little Mermaid remake. It's a live-action remake because Disney does this with all their animated properties now. If you loved it as a cartoon, you're going to love it as uh, live-action, I guess. And they, they cast a, a black actress in the lead, and that's supposed to be controversial. Um, and, you know, everybody's got opinions about it. I'm just like... Yeah, I've seen the cartoon. Why would I want to go see this? You know, it's it's been done. Where's the original story here? That's that's what I'm taking. But it's interesting because uh, they did get the the actress who voiced Ariel 
in the original Mer uh, Little Mermaid to uh, chime in and say how much she supports the actress that's now taking up the helm of uh, the live-action Little Mermaid. And I don't know why they asked her, but uh, Daryl Hannah has uh, uh, thrown in her support of that. Of course, Splash not being the Little Mermaid, but uh, Daryl Hannah has, uh, uh, has played a mermaid. So... Uh, the thing now we have to do is uh, make sure we get the support of all actors and actresses that have played mer people over the years. So you get Jason Momoa, uh, uh, who played Aquaman here, you get him uh, to see what uh, what he thinks if he's uh, behind Little Mermaid. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, what would he say? It's a Warner, it's a Disney property. And he's uh, over at Warner Brothers. And by the way, you know, Jason Momoa, I do like him as Aquaman. It's a different take, but I, I I do like it, and I'm looking forward to the movie, even if uh, Amanda Heard is in it. Uh, uh, Ezra Miller, though, um, <laughs> what a clown! Uh, somehow they thought, okay, we'll cast this nut job as the Flash, and uh, it's been uh, pretty interesting to say the least to see some of the fallout of uh, well, basically everything that this dude has done. And I guess there's this big uh, Vanity Fair article. Ain't, I will cut Ezra a little bit of a benefit of the doubt because you kind of have to take anything that's written in uh, media with a grain of salt nowadays, right? Because, uh, and especially this, because it's a Vanity Vanity Fair article, and it's a lot of uh, you know gossiping behind this uh, this nutball's back about uh, his alleged behavior, and he does not, or uh, they itch. Um, Speedboat doesn't have the best uh, best behavior. <laughs> God, uh, the the Vanity Fair article though talks about how uh, Ezra is friends with Susan Sarandon, uh, who also is a very stable human being, as you know. And I guess at Ezra's house, uh, Ezra has like um, an altar where you have to pay tribute to Ezra. Yeah, and it, it sounds like I'm describing a cult here. Uh, some of the stuff that's on this, um, allegedly on this, uh, on this, uh, <laughs> this little uh, tribute place, this little altar, uh, sage, marijuana, bullets, because I guess he likes guns. And as you know, anybody that owns a gun has a, has an altar where they just leave bullets all around it. And Flash figurines, because Ezra's the Flash. Ezra's Barry Allen, you know. I'm sure Michael Keaton has something like this in his house with Batman. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, Ezra is mad at Susan Sarandon for not inviting he, them, whatever, to, uh, to a party. And Ezra demanded tribute on the altar. And was upset. Yeah. Because that's what actors and actresses have what you just alters to tribute because they see themselves as gods and it it, it got me thinking back um because i i also saw the tra uh, the trailer to uh, uh uh ryan murphy's dahmer which is on netflix and he's got evan P peters playing jeffrey dahmer and one of the things that dahmer wanted to do with his victims was make an altar out of the remains and this is what kind of uh kind of reminds me of a, a little less gruesome but Ezra Miller's not playing with a full deck. Uh, Ezra Miller has also been accused of uh, punching people at a Hawaiian karaoke bar. He's also 
uh, been accused of uh, gunplay. Uh, Ezra's also been accused of grooming a young woman and keeping her and her children uh, like locked away in a house, I think, somewhere in Vermont. There's a lot of weird-ass allegations with Ezra Miller, and yet the movie that Ezra is going to tentpole here is The Flash. It's one of DC's most cherished, iconic superheroes. It's still a go. It's still greenlit over there at uh, Discovery, Ale, Time Warner, whatever the hell they're calling themselves now. Uh, even though a bunch of other projects are getting canceled. And, you know, I made mention about how Batgirl got canceled. It's not going to see the light of day. Uh, and I made mention about uh, the uh, the test, uh, the poor test screening. And yet somehow Flash, according to some insiders, uh, the test screening is uh, great. Great positive feedback. You know, I don't know of anybody on the cast of uh, Batgirl, no matter how bad that is, uh, demanding tribute on their altar or, uh, <laughs> goddamn, uh, you know, locking other people away in secluded New England farms, okay? Yet this movie is still going to be released eventually. And you contrast that with... Um, you contrast that with Will Smith. And by the way, I was also reading a follow-up on this uh, this Ezra Miller, Susan Sarandon thing, Entertainment Weekly, and they had to make a correction because they uh, used the wrong pronouns to uh, describe Ezra Miller, and they were regretful of the error. Because you don't want to offend somebody like that, okay? But the, the steps and the eggshell walking when it comes to Ezra Miller and how crazy this dude is, uh, is quite a contrast to uh, all the crap that's been going on with Will Smith. You know, I've said it before, the dude messed up. He slapped uh, Chris Rock in the face, and, you know, you know, get your knuckle, knuckles wrapped for that, sure. But no criminal charges were filed. And, you know, <clears throat> I think everybody has seen somebody else get punched in the face before or slapped in the face before by somebody else. You've gone out drinking before. You've probably hit your friend before. They probably hit you. And, of course, you know, Chris Rock and Will Smith are not friends, but I'm just, but the point I'm making here is seeming, it's, it seems to be a little uh, tame compared to grooming a woman and holding her and her children in a farm house somewhere. Like, Will Smith is still a pariah in Hollywood, um, and, you know, and still kind of struggling to get his feet back on the ground to find work even though he's apologized, even though most of us have moved on. And, you know, most of us still haven't stopped watching Bad Boys or Independence Day whenever it's on AMC. But Ezra Miller, nobody knows who this dude is really. And I, you know, has just done everything he, she, it, speedboat they could do to train wreck a movie, and yet the movie is still a go, Flash, because test screening is positive. Try to make sense of this. This is the same culture that uh, was praising uh, Roman Polanski for being uh, such an auteur uh, when, uh, you know, years ago he raped a girl in uh, Jack Nicholson's hot tub. You know, it just, the 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 virtue signaling in, with Will Smith is just sickening. Whereas, you know, putting your foot down with a real nutcase is not happening. It's, it's kind of mind-boggling, to say the least. And, and by the way, as, as somebody who is a fan of The Flash, 
and uh, in that character in general. I'm just I'm not really enthused to see that movie, and I'm pretty much not going to. I'll see Aquaman 2 with uh, Amber Turd floating around there for 10 minutes, but nah, Ezra Miller, not so much. Okay, so there's that. Um, <clears throat> you, you know how it is, like, um, if you don't eat well, if you're lacking certain uh, nutrients, proteins, vitamins, whatever, you, you get a little cranky, you get a little uh, upset, you get a little hangry, as if this is the case. And I wonder... I, this is a legit question. How do vegetarians handle that? Vegans handle that? Because, uh, you know, I'm sure you can, you know, get trail mix or something to, to offset that. But, you know, with me, if I don't have, like, a, a decent full meal complete with meat, I, I get to get a little cranky. And I wonder how the folks at Beyond Meat or some of these other companies managed to get through their day without like killing somebody and it almost happened uh over the weekend i think down in arkansas after an arkansas football game uh the coo of beyond meat uh like was leaving the game and as he was leaving the game somebody inched forward in front of him trying to get out of the parking lot or whatever and uh, kind of scratched up his wheel and he got mad, and he gets out of the car, and the other guy gets out of the car, and he pulls the dude that uh, was trying to confront him up to him, starts punching him, and bit the tip of his nose off. So now the CE, the, the COO of Beyond Meat, uh, if he hasn't already, has a taste for blood. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's what happened. That's not a good look for the company, by the way. Um, pointing that out right now. I... Uh, you know, you see those old school Jimmy Dean sausage commercials and Jimmy Dean long gone. Uh, I, I can't recall any uh, any instance where he bit somebody's face off. But uh, here's the COO of uh, Beyond Meat acting as if he smoked some bath salts before leaving a football game and attacking somebody in a parking lot. It does kind of come off as hypocritical. Don't eat cows, but uh, you know, lay off me. I'm starving. Uh, by the way, um, where would we be without the CDC and some of these other health organizations once again uh, coming to our aid to save us from a lack of common sense? Uh, we only have TikTok to blame for this one here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, did you know that it's a bad idea to cook chicken with NyQuil? Yeah, I was shocked about that too, but apparently that's the latest TikTok craze. It, it just seems like there's a, every week another way to kill yourself on TikTok. And for whatever reason, that app is still able to function. Whereas if you share a meme that's factually inaccurate, it gets flagged. But uh, yeah, there's videos going around of people just frying up chicken in a pan with NyQuil. And uh, the CDC is basically saying, hey, look, you do that, it changes the chemical composition of the, uh, of the, ch of the NyQuil. I mean, chicken too but mostly the nyquil makes it more concentrated so if you ingest it it's not going to be good for you and if you breathe the fumes it could actually do damage to your lungs this is the shit you take to make you feel better when you do have problems with your lungs and uh yeah it makes me kind of nervous to take nyquil next time i'm sick um but people are just like frying this up like it's no big deal um you know i 
you know, I, I do. I do want to say one thing that that these morons missed out on an opportunity just to coat it in Nyquil, the chicken, and put it on the grill, and you know, call it BB Quill. You know, but no, they had to go inside because they're too damn lazy. I bet a lot of these people who are frying it up with Nyquil have never turned on a grill or fired up a grill, depending on if you're a propane or charcoal person. Uh, they just find crazy, stupid stuff around the house and go, hey, look at this. It's going to get us millions of clicks. And it does. And uh, now that's uh, now that's the uh, the caution. Do not watch TikTok for the next week. It's only going to be a matter of time before somebody else does something stupid. Like, uh, I don't know. Make hamburger with Mr. Clean. It's going to happen. I hope... I, Somebody probably listened to this, and they're going to make hamburger with Mr. Queen, uh, clean. All right, so uh, there's that. And meanwhile, it's not. It, it's amazing that ants haven't taken this over yet, because there's a lot of them. And according to scientists, there are 20 quadrillion ants on the planet. At least 20 quadrillion ants. Any. Yeah, because you, you've heard the old wives' tale that, like, if spiders uh, got together and, uh, you know, decided to attack, take a con of humanity, they would eat every human on the planet within a week or something like that. Imagine if ants did that. That's crazy. But if you want to take the less morbid, the less morbid way of looking at this, yeah, I know, after I talk about insects eating you, uh, quadrillion, just think... That's probably just a fraction of all life on this planet. We keep referring to this planet as one little blue ball. In the cosmic sense, yes. I mean, we are drastically smaller than the sun. And uh, the sun and the solar system drastically smaller than, well, the rest of the cosmos. But 20 quadrillion of a typical bug. It just gets you thinking how much life is on this planet. And how much of this life does not consume NyQuil with their food. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, man, I don't know. All right, I think that's about it for this go-around. Uh, I've got most of my voice back, by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, i just uh, looking forward to the weekend. Uh, I'll touch base with you uh, yeah, in about a few days. Uh, might have some orchard stories to talk about. Because now uh, we couldn't do it for like uh, the last couple of years. We couldn't go down to the orchard down in uh, Miami County, which is about an hour and a half south of us, southwest of us, uh, because of the whole damn pandemic. Uh, but I do remember taking Lana there before everything went crazy, and uh, yeah, she, somehow she uh, she decided to not wear pants inside that store, so we couldn't really go back for a while anyway. Now we're coming back with uh, two more kids, and hopefully everybody stays clothed. That's going to be an interesting story, maybe. Uh, but until then, I stay safe, enjoy fall, and take it easy. Stay fresh, cheese bags. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at Facebook.com backslash MDavidsonLives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at Davidson Live.